This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast for... Game week 38, the final game week of the season after a very event- eventful game week 37. And it's episode 89. And I'm once again, the last time this season, joined by my co host, Steve, who hasn't had as good a season as I have. That's true, Sam. Um, there was a rumour, um, could you just put this to bed? Uh, one of our contacts has emailed in to say that you had threatened to resign if you don't win. Uh, this is uh, Van Silly. Can you just put that to bed and confirm that there will be a fourth series, come what may, in August? Well, I am in contract negotiations with the founders, the CEO of Luton Digital, and I will not disclose my decision, but that's all I will say. I think, ladies and gentlemen, you can take that. At, he will be signing on again for a fourth season. Emails and tweets. Yes, so time now for emails and tweets, and uh, we've got a great response to uh, shout out for emails and tweets. Let's start uh, with this statement from Mr. Mark Burrows, who had an amazing team for the free hit. And then, of course, Stu from the Euro final had, uh, convinced him to make some change. They were on their way up to Villa versus Palace. Well, um, Sam, Mark Burrows' comments on his season, has he disappointed you? He's disappointed a little bit, a little similar to Man United. Perhaps there was a change in manager mid-season, like Ranić. But he's in eighth place eighth at the moment, place, contesting for a Europa Conference League spot. And um, has he got any chips left? Yeah, it was not the greatest free hit. He got captain wrong, but at least he did own Madison. Yeah. Unlucky, Mark, but uh, there's always next season. That's the beautiful thing about Game Week 38. We are just one week away, in fancy terms, from the new season. Let's continue with a question from Sam Owen, who says, he says, uh, if you are only 56 points behind, what is the deferential you would do, Sam? I would target Chelsea Watford since... Watford all on the beach. They're losing every game 5 0. And I would consider bringing in Lukaku. And then finally. Another one is I would. I think loads of people will be getting rid of Salah for Son, De Bruyne, etc. But you could go down to Mane, which, which I don't think many people will think of. That's another option. And finally, we've got a very smug Mr. Oli Doward, who somehow, through good fortune and other superpowers, has had an extraordinary game week 37, more of which later, and leads the league by just one point. Uh, and he wants to know, how will you manage to block out the advice of the former great, but now sadly diminished manager of Ruddock's Buttocks? You may have a point there, since the Buttocks have not had a great season. However... I think it was a few seasons ago when it was, Steve was in the same position and he brought in a Van Arnholt on the final game week to beat 
you. So I think he does have experience in these situations. So I will be counting on his advice. And actually a less advantageous position because I was 18 points behind uh, on that famous occasion, which we refer to as the game week 38 choke. And what happened was a little bit unlucky. I think Ollie Dowd had John Terry, who uh, injured his buttock in the warm-up, had to withdraw from the game. He had nobody on the bench. And then Van Arnold, um, an absolute legend at Game Week 38. What a shame. Where is he now, Van Arnold? I think he's in Turkey. Maybe uh, the new United manager could bring him back because he could always be relied on for a 15-point Game Week at some stage of the season. And he duly did turn up with an assist as well in that game to give me, I think, a victory by 15 points or so. An absolutely extraordinary turnaround. But uh, we need to get into the meat now of the podcast and discuss this Game Week 38 excitement in more detail. Reflections. Sam, I believe you have some reflections. Yes, it was a very eventful Game Week 37 with Oidow making up a sensational lead. We'll talk more about that in one of the next segments. But we had Leicester absolutely demolishing Watford 5-1. Madison, Vardy, two commonly brought in players who I didn't manage to buy, went mental with Madison. I think he had three goals and assist over the events of the week, double game week. Vardy, two goals. Very nice indeed. And Richarlison turned up as well. Another of the big players which people have brought in and captained. And another thing, going into next game week, all the, most of the positions in the league, there are there are places to play for. Like there's the relegation between Leeds, Burnley, top four Spurs and Arsenal, Europa League with West Ham, United, and of course the title with Liverpool and City. So that is interesting how, I guess it shows competitiveness in the league that's gone down to the final game week. I think Steve's disagreeing. He thinks championships much better. But another talking point, no, another reflection is some breaking news from our Ocean Digital sources that there may be food poisoning in the Spurs camp. Well, and Harry Kane... It's been denied. Gary Lineker's tweeted it, but it's, it's now been denied by various sources. But Harry Kane apparently is travelling to Norwich on his own. But um, I mean, eating you, lasagna last night. You always get these. Uh, you always get these rumours at this stage of the season. There is no doubt though, that in game week thirty-eight, there is somebody who goes big, who we can't predict, and that's why Sam Owen, you can't rule him out of it. Fifty-six points behind. I've seen it done. I have seen it done before. Any more reflections, Samuel? That concludes this segment. Manager of the Week. Time now for Manager of the Week. And we've got the top five teams here with a net score uh, that in fifth place, Neil's Wanderers. Hats off to Neil. Captain Dina on a double game week with such a... And he was so bold. Just unfortunately, uh, no clean sheets in either game. Uh, the Buttocks. What a team this is, and what an end to the season. If the season was the last six weeks, Sam, there'd be no doubt where this title was going. Unfortunately, the Buttocks, isn't, what a superb effort from them with 91. Evan Weeks, uh, with a team value of just 97.6. A very disappointing season for the Australian, but he's going out with a bang. 
Danny Morgan, who last year challenged for the top four, but this year has, again, suffered from what a lot of people call the Evan Weeks syndrome, and he got 109. But by one point with 110, what a good time to get it. Ollie Doward is your manager of the week. How did he do it, Sam? Yes, he made some very smart decisions and a free hit that paid off incredibly well to regain. Yeah, I think he did have a lead at one point, so you could say he's regained his lead. In the league, captain Richarlison, who paid off, that did very well. Two goals. He earned Vardy as well. And Madison, who who was a big player, who went big this week. I think recently, there's been a few players who've gone... They've scored massive point holes. De Bruyne, I think it might have been. De Bruyne was not last week. Yeah, it was last game. De Bruyne scored the four goals. And this week, it's Madison who were a bit less. But still, 25 points. I had soft to him there. And his defence didn't do as well. But no one's defence is that well. But it's mainly owning Madison and captaining Richardson worked wonders for him. That's right, Sam. And whilst we're on this, let's just reflect back on this league race because we're playing it live. We'll maybe put a video up for this. But Oli Gonna led the league for the top first nine game weeks. Then Darren Greaves took over and you went into second. Uh, and that was right up to game week 12. Then you took the lead, Sam, game week 12, 13, 14. Spurs and Greaves, he went second. Oli was in third. Uh, relatively stable side. And then Oli went back up to second. Game week 18, you still got the lead at the halfway stage. We go into game week 22, and you're still ahead. But I think as we get up to the 1,500-point barrier, Ollie goes into second. And then around about game week 28, he took the lead briefly. You had the lead back in game week 29. And I think that's how it's remained until we get... But one thing we did want to point out, can you just say... Tell the listeners this team who rose from 17th in game week eight to take a Champions League spot as we end the season. It's I'm having trouble reading. I can't see it quite properly. It is my own team, the buttocks. Mistake of the week. Time now for a disappointing mistake of the week. And in a double game week where Vardy and Madison scored 40 points between them. Sam. Could you just explain why you didn't pick any Leicester players? I got a bit too caught up on reading information online about to avoid Leicester. And I also thought that they might do a little against um, Watford, but they're going to do nothing against Chelsea. I didn't realise the form Madison was in and Vardy had scored last game week before. So also I didn't generally, haven't really owned many Leicester players this season, so... I don't trust them too much as a team, but they did prove me wrong. And these are the mistakes that you learn with youth, Sam. And obviously, Ollie Dowd has got many years' experience. So, just as in the Eurovision, where the fantastic Sam Ryder was really the, the moral winner this year with the best song, obviously, uh, Ukraine took the title due to the events, etc., that are happening there and the, and the sympathy of, of all nations. But I think really, even if Oli Dowd, very much the Ukraine of this year's tournament, wins it, the actual moral victory, the best team and the best performance 
will be to yourself in uh, second place. But I'm still going for the actual points victory, not just the moral victory. Qualis pater, talis filius. Let's just round up uh, potentially the result of the Quala Pater Talis Filius, beautifully read by... What does that mean? Elizabeth Hallows. It basically means father-son league in in Latin. (laughs) Uh, Where the father goes, the son follows, or something words to that effect. Um, But first 17 game weeks of the season, big one Matthew won every game week. They had a 17-0 lead. But, and I don't know whether this just shows the second half of the season. In the second half of the season, Sam... In the next 17 game weeks, you've won just five. Is that the form? A bit like, maybe it's a bit like what Rentag, Ten Hag, Hag Ten is going to do at United. He is going to bring that sort of form into next season. Is there a crisis, a big one, Matthew? Well, I've only got like one game week to sort out the crisis, but that hasn't been as good second half of the season as the first. Yeah, well, there we go. A more competitive father-son league, hopefully, next season. League table. So we come now to the all-important league table going into the final game week. Pints FC, 2149. Lucky Strike, 2162. Mark Burrows, as uh, Sam mentioned, very much in contention for this uh, coveted Europa Conference spot with Darren Greaves, who uh, led the league for some of this season. Um, there's only 25 points between them. And then it looks like a straight shootout. Four teams, three teams competing for the fourth Champions League place. At the moment, it's Alex Perry. Disappointing season, 2-2-9-5. Niels Wanderers, going very well aiming for a a, a high finish, all-time high finish, 2-3-0-0. My own team have climbed into fourth, 2-3-2-1. Probably too far to catch 64 points. Sam Owen, who looks like he very much is the Chelsea of this season, secure in third. Big one, Matthew, and Oli Goddard. Just one point between the two sides. Remembers the Premier League where there's one point between Liverpool and City. We haven't looked at the goal difference. That's a good point. Maybe we should look at goal difference between Oli Gunners and Big One Matthew. Now, a reminder of the rules, because uh, Sam Owen and my own team did share the title a couple of years ago. Uh, I can't remember on what basis the title was shared, other than... You were angry uh, that you didn't win it. Other than the trophy was at my house at the time, and therefore it saved on postage. Sam, maybe you could... Let me know why I didn't send that trophy. I think the tiebreaker is least transfers made. Interesting one. Least transfers made. Or maybe, uh, in the spirit of democracy, it should go to a vote of all the other managers. <laughs> Who deserves the title the most? But make sure it's um, whilst the Eurovision vote in again. Yes, uh, we'll go to a jury vote jury and vote, a public vote. A public jury vote and a public vote. And not we'd probably vote. get uh, Sunita to present it. Talking points. Time now for talking points. Sam, what's the talking point? Final talking points of the season. And as mentioned earlier, the title, relegation, Europa League and Champions League, there's all something to play for. So I would 
considered te- players from teams like sorry, Arsenal, Tottenham, Man City, Liverpool and possibly West Ham, possibly, I wouldn't say United, they're not very good at the moment. And you could, if you're feeling bold, go for Burnley players, but that's a bit of a risk. Your thoughts? Uh, well, I think you've got a very wide net there, Sam. I would um, bring it down to Liverpool and City, who will have to score and have to win. But then look out for what happens second half, because if City are 3-0 ahead, you would expect Klopp to take off any Liverpool players who he needs for the Champions League final wants to rest. So on that basis, probably City. Uh, there are big rumours that Chelsea are going to do a complete different change team look out for the players who are leaving Chelsea uh, I mean essentially all their defence so it's meant to be Alonso's last game Asquilapeta's uh, last game it's Rudiger's last game so just keep in mind Mount was rested last game so I imagine he will start this one and then you're looking at um, Brentford with a phenomenal recent home record I can't see Leeds getting anything there uh, Everton will have been celebrating yeah Everton will be we don't want any stereotypes about what happens when people from Liverpool uh, or um, celebrate because it's as you saw from the Fulham performance in our own league the championship they were on the beers for four days I think and then they lost 4-0 to Sheffield United just after having beaten Luton 7-0 so that shows the effect of celebration so you've got to factor that in for Everton. And then uh, Brighton are in form. They're playing West Ham, who, as you say, need some points. I think the only one looking at it, Palace, probably going to comprehensively beat United. That is true. And the other talking point is what to do with Salah. Because I think Klopp said he's a doubt for the next game. And he could rest him for the... Champions League final. It's not like Liverpool have have scarce attackers. He's most likely he'll start on a bench, won't he? And if they desperately need him, he'll come on. But I, I can't see him starting. Which replacements do you see best for him? Well, probably Mane or Jota. But, um, yeah, interesting one. Do you swap him straight for a Liverpool player? Do you go for one of the other big players you haven't got? I mean, it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, it is tough. I think many people are bringing in the likes of Son, Mane, of course, De Bruyne, Mount, Jota. I mean, you're going into stretching into the game week preview territory here, Sam, but I like the look at Tony, uh, Brentford Leeds. Uh, Tony's got 40-odd points in his last six uh, home games. Uh, I like the look of uh, Welbeck, uh, Brighton. Bowen is back to form for West Ham. Uh, you've got Mount that you mentioned uh, owned to Watford and there were rumours that Alonso is going to be playing further forward as potentially his last game. Uh, Palace, all their players against United. Uh, Leicester, Vardy, Madison in form. Liverpool, we are, we've talked about City, De Bruyne and of course Spurs, Son, Kane, Kulisevsky. Less so him, but... Um, Pookie, you know, could easily score. Norwich, if it's a bad food poisoning crisis, maybe a surprise Norwich win. 
and Arsenal fans once again will be able to celebrate St. Tottenham's Day. That would be a turn-up, a big shock. But all the games, of course, four o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Uh, I'll be watching live on Sky Sports and Sam will be watching 30 seconds ahead on Discord. So he'll be able to tell me before the goals have gone in uh, as usual. Game week preview. Right, let's do the game week preview then, Sam. Uh, Arsenal-Everton. Everton, as we've said before, will probably be on the beach. Arsenal, they have to win this, but they probably won't get top four even if they do win this. But I think they probably will win maybe two or three now. Brentford leads. Must win for leads if they want to stay up. But Brentford, very good form. So I think this will be 2-1 Brentford. Brian West Ham. Yes, Brighton in good form. West Ham only need to win this if they want Europa League. I think this will be a draw. Burnley, Newcastle. I also think this will be a draw. Burnley, like Leeds, need to win this. Well, I think Burnley are in a better position because of the goal difference. Newcastle, the form team, but I think Burnley's defence will hold out. So, 1-1. Chelsea, Watford. And uh, on this, we must congratulate um, Roy Hodgson retiring from uh, football uh, and a well-deserved, was it what, CBE or knighthood? CBE, I think, at the Palace. Um, and what a way to market um, by getting Watford relegated. Yeah, it's very impressive that he's won a CBE for relegating Watford. He's, he's real agent, agent, agent Roy. But I think Chelsea will... 6-0? Yes, 5-0. Palace United? Palace... 3-0 <laughs> well, Palace. There's a rumour that Ten Hag will be watching this game, so maybe United players will turn up a bit more, but... The way they are at the moment, I can't see it. So, yeah, I'd say 2-0 Palace. Leicester-Southampton. Well, this was the 9-0 a few seasons ago, but I think this might be another comprehensive victory as well for Leicester. Southampton have been at the beach ever since they've got, they've been secured um, safety. So, Is it Ralph's last game? I'm not sure about that, but 3-1 Leicester. Liverpool-Wolves. Yeah, Wolves have not been in good form at all recently. Liverpool need to win this. But similar to Leeds, Burnley might not have an effect. So 2-0 Liverpool. City, Villa. I think City will have a comprehensive victory to round out, to win the title here. So 4-1 City. We're shocking there. It's a 2-0 win for Villa. Both goals scored by Mr Tyrone Mings. Norwich, Spurs. It's a very bold prediction there, but for Spurs Norwich, don't really see anything other than Spurs winning this. It'll be interesting if they're about Kane though, but probably 2 0. Big one, Matthew. Who's the big one, Matthew, this week, Sam? There are a lot of good options here, so I'll try to go for one less obvious. I think I mentioned him earlier. Lukaku against Watford might start and score a hat trick. Bold prediction. My team, your team. So we come to the all-important changes this week. I mean, obviously, my own side, Sam, very, very strong at the moment. Uh, hardly any changes I need to make, in fact. Um, but if we do look at it, the suggested player, uh, according to this algorithm, is Kane. I don't like the look of him. I may go Tony. And I may swap 
Salah. I may do. Who knows? I think I'm looking at my wrong team there. Uh, just to refresh, yes. So Salah will probably go out and it'll be Mane or Mount to come in. What about yourself? Well, my changes will be undisclosed. Yes. So is it true you're thinking of Raheem Sterling? Yes, as- Raheem Sterling and Sadio Mane are likely to come in. Yes. So, Sam, of course, exercising his option to keep his changes close to his chest, given the closeness at the top of the league. Last chance, Golden Gamble. Time for the Golden Gamble. Uh, if I bring Mane in, he will have the armband. Sam, your view? Yes, it makes sense. I think there are a lot of, you know, a lot of captain options this week. There's Mane... Son, Kane, De Bruyne, Mount, Salah, if you're feeling risky, then he's going to start. But similar to the last segment, my captaincy will be undisclosed. However, I'm very tempted to stick it on. Ben White. <laughs> <laughs> he has been a disappointing signing, signing son. Uh, we are doing one more show, which will be reflections of the season and the worst picks, and certainly in mistake of the season... Ben White, Sam, who I remember advising you against. Uh, I don't know how or why you picked him. A very Merry Christmas from everyone at Luton Digital. You're listening to Luton Digital. Get in touch via lutondigital.com. The fourth officials indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. Three minutes time allowed. Okay, so that completes uh, our final game week uh, podcast. Uh, Sam, any thoughts? Are you excited, nervous uh, about the Sunday action? I am pretty nervous, to be honest, but I'm also excited that this poor end of the season for me is about to finish because I've not really enjoyed the final few weeks, but I'll say Oli Dowd has done incredibly well to make up the lead, so... He has well, done well, it. but um, I think it would be an absolute travesty if a substitute bench of Davis, Ilanga and Simakas wins the league this season. Um, I don't think we've ever had such a poor... Yes, I'm, uh, I'm not sure why he's owning Ilanga. Reserve 15. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, let's hope. Let's hope we do get the famous Van Arnold Trophy retaining its place here in the heart of London Luton and it doesn't have to be shipped off by some very budget post service to a different location. Good luck everyone. That includes the podcast. Goodbye. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points. <laughs>